I'm Nick Turzo, and you are listening to The Radical. My guest this week is proudly carrying on his family's musical legacy. He's about to release his third full-length album, and his new current single, Give Me All You Got, was just dropped. Musician Des Money joins me to discuss his creative process, his mastering of all the creative roles in making music, and carving out your own voice when your father was one of rock and roll's legendary singers and performers. Coming up, my conversation with Des Money. We'll just kind of get into it here. You have a new single out called Give Me All You Got. And it's interesting because I went back and listened to like your earlier work and stuff. And this was really like a, I mean, I feel like you found your spot with this. Yeah. It felt like such a great progression. Thank you. To watch the progression and see you get here. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. With Give Me All You Got, you know, I had a lot of fun making it. Um, with each song, I try to kind of create its own world and everything. And with this one, I was definitely going for this kind of 80s pop kind of dream vibe. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Yeah, it's awesome. So, and I was, it surprises you because in the first time I listened, I kind of let it go and I said, oh, this is okay. <laughs> um, and then I came back to it a few times and it was like, holy cow. I can't stop playing oh, this. Right now, so. <laughs> well, that means a lot. Thank you so much. I'm glad you, I'm glad it grew on you. <laughs> that piano part you have in there, that hook with the keys is just, that's killer, man. Thank you. Yeah. That was something that I just kind of thought of. Uh, it's a very simple melody and it's kind of the same thing with the song. The song kind of very simple, but each instrument kind of plays its role. And that was my goal. And, and to just make sure everything kind of you know, stayed kind of pretty simple, but it was nice and very concise, you know, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed doing it. That's awesome. And you have your siblings involved. I mean, do they play on the, do you play everything on this record or how does it work? Yeah, I play everything on the record. And then when we play live, I show it to the band and then uh, we, we recreate it for the live setting and everything like that. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Wow, that's a lot of work. Yeah. So yeah. So is this part? So there's a record coming, and there's a new re- there's a new full record coming. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been kind of uh, teasing, you know, single by single, and I'm still, you know, working on a release date and everything like that. But the whole record's already finished, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to share it with everybody. Yeah. Does that sneaking out the tracks? Does that give you satisfaction in a way? Do you kind of get more instant gratification, or at least a indication from people how they react is that better than waiting yeah i really like doing single by single i used to kind of be all about just the whole album format and i still am i still have everything on this upcoming album it really has a flow to it and it's very you know cohesive but i also wanted to that i wanted it so that each song could stand on its own as well and have its own world and that's why every song that i've shared so far on the upcoming album has its own kind of genre going on and you know each each one has its own thing going on so i'm having a lot of fun uh you know just doing it individually and shining a lot light on each song and everything like that it's been it's been a lot of fun doing it that way that's awesome i mean you're pretty much at a multi-instrumentalist, right? You're kind of full on yeah, yeah. the real deal. So Yeah, I try to do as much as I can with the music and I'm always trying to learn new things to help with my career and I try to be as hands-on as possible. So, yeah. And do you produce too, Des? Yeah, I produce the music and I write all the songs and so, yeah, everything, uh, it's all me. 
So, wow. Yeah. Impressive. Thank you. So impressive for sure. And on the video here, you have your siblings in the video, which is nice to see you guys all together. Yeah. Yeah. My sister, um, she's assistant director on all of my videos, um, my, or my last three or four videos. And so I've been directing and editing my music videos as well. And I have my little brother on the drums, uh, Julian, who we grew up playing drums together. We we're always you know, in the garage doing drum battles and stuff like that. So I found it very fitting to just, you know, include him in the band and, uh, He's just such a great drummer, so uh, it's always just a great time performing with the family. That's awesome. Is all those dollar bills on the wall? Is that an actual room? Is that real money? <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's like a room that's kind of a prop set. It's uh, we found it on this uh, on the site that kind of uh, kind of got my uh, ideas going once I saw that room, and I figured you know it was very fitting to the song and uh, you know the family name and everything like that. So yeah, we thought it was perfect for the video. And, and, uh, so it's actually a physical presence. You found like there's this physical room yeah, there, yeah. and you bring the set to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's a it's a it's like a warehouse full of like little spaces to film, and that's one of the spaces. And so, yeah, it was really cool. We just had like a bucket full of that. It was kind of it was you know movie money, so you know it was it was prop money. So <laughs> we had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> that's too bad. Too bad it's prop money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so this will be like your third full outing as far as an album. Yeah, yeah, it will be. And, um, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to release it. Maybe the end of the year, maybe the beginning of next year. Um, but we're still feeling out a release date, but it's all finished and it's ready to go. So that's awesome. And do you feel like, I mean, you know, since I'm an outsider as a third party and kind of sensed this really growth in you and kind of finding really what fits for you, um, <laughs> How do you feel like as you get into this third record versus your, you know, kind of first and second project? I feel like I'm still kind of exploring new things and, you know, I'm still very wide eyed and, you know, trying to just learn as much as I can about different types of music and stuff like that and trying to mix it up, you know, trying to take some things from the alternative world and mix it with the electronic world and, you know, just seeing if I can make something new that I haven't made before. And that's something that's just most exciting for me as a producer is just to try new things and, and just to try to learn as a human and as a producer and everything like that. So yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey. Yeah, and will you try to take a song like that to like the old way of going to like radio or do you just kind of do it all online and that's how it is? Now? Uh, we're doing a little radio here and there, but yeah, just everything I'm doing independently right now. So uh, yeah, I'm just kind of working at it the best I can and, uh, promoting it the best they can right now. Yeah. So do you feel, I mean, obviously you've got some good DNA in you. Um, I mean, I guess we just came up on, was it the two year anniversary of your mm -hmm. dad passing, right? Who was a gentleman and so talented. And uh, Thank you. as I was telling you earlier, I remember when I was a young A&R guy, just in my twenties at Columbia Records and you know, you'd ride the elevator, Lemming would, Lemmy would be in it and, you know, Ozzy Osbourne. And, but I can always remember like one of the first impacts is like when your dad came into the A&R department and it was like, oh my God, that's, <laughs> you know, I was this dumb little A&R kid, you know, kind of into hard rock music and the grunge scene. And it was just, but your dad came in and it was like a whole, like, wow, I'm really in the music business. That's Eddie Money. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he was the nice, you know, you know, you live with him. He was the sweetest guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. He loved doing radio and everything like that. And I, I've heard great stories about how he would just like bring pizza and they wouldn't expect it. And he's always just kind of all about having fun and hanging out and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so having those, like, you know, the last few years with your dad where you've been able to go out and tour, um, I mean, you know, touring's hard and picking up how to be good at entertaining and being a performer is really hard because it's become a little bit of a lost art form. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine you absorbed a lot of that kind of being on that stage with him on how this works. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious what you took away from it. Yeah. I feel like these days, a lot of times people go viral and then they'll go on tour. They'll, they'll get famous before they even ever play their first show, which for me, I, I did it completely in reverse. And, um, I just, I was in the studio for a long time and I had made my whole first record and I didn't show my dad until, you know, some of the songs had been ready. He had no idea I sang or anything like that. And as soon as he found out, he's like, he wanted to get me on tour and everything like that. So uh, I was very lucky to to have learned from him because at first I was coming from a studio standpoint where it was, you know, everything's a lot different in the studio. And so, you know, there's no crowd involved and everything like that. He taught me how to get the crowd interacted and everything like that. So yeah, it's it was definitely a learning curve for sure. Um, but I'm really happy that I had such a great teacher. Yeah. I mean, did you actually watch how he kind of built the set list and all that? Yeah, well, the set list, his set list would always change. And so even if he would write it out as a guitar player, he would be, I had had two or three guitars on tour with him because be, we'd be switching tunings and stuff like that. And uh, he would always change the songs. And so I'd be kind of like always uh, really just making sure I'm paying attention to what's going on because I could be on the wrong guitar and then, uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. But I was always, he, he kept me on my feet and everything for sure. And uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> How many years were you able to do that with him? Um, I think I, I was on tour with him for about four, four years. Yeah, four to five years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so special. And I'm happy you guys got to have Thank you. that. Yeah. I, I remember that time. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I always wanted to be on tour. One of my first memories was uh, uh, learning drums from his drummer, Johnny Snyder. And then I remember just even just after my first couple of lessons, I was on tour with my dad and I was wanting to be his drummer instead of Johnny. I was like, when can I fill in for Johnny? And he's like, you're too young, you know, wait until you, you know, get more experience and you go to school and stuff like that. So once I graduated school, I got back out there and it was a great experience with my dad to be able to tour with him. That's awesome. And you guys also had the, uh, well, for like a couple of years, did you do the reality show? Was it Real Money? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah, Real Money was great. Um, it took a lot of getting used to because it was we're kind of a, I'm kind of a personal kind of guy and I try to keep everything to myself, but my dad was all about it. And so it took a while to find a network that really understood our vision, but I'm really happy we went with access television and Mark Cuban really understood what we were going for. And they didn't try to fabricate anything. They understood that, um, you know, we were just kind of a very creative family and um, yeah, so they're there for us and it was great. We actually really enjoyed doing the show. So I'm happy, happy about it when I watched the episodes and everything like that. That's awesome. How many seasons were you able to do? Oh, uh, we did a couple. We just did two seasons. And then, yeah, afterwards, I think they sold the network right after my dad passed away. So, yeah, everything. That's happens. right. But we're really happy that while, while we had the time to do it with Axis, it was, uh, it was a great time. Well, I'm really curious because you seem very um, committed to this as kind of like a, you know, you're taking on all the responsibilities yourself. It's a very solitary pursuit that you're doing. Um, <laughs> With your music. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, some of that, like, you know, your dad always came off as kind of a blue collar working mm-hmm. class, you know, had those ethics about it. And definitely, uh, if that's been kind of somewhat passed on to you. So. Yeah, definitely. I always saw how hard my dad worked and 
um, he was always on tour and stuff like that. So I was, just, I had that same energy, but I put it in, in different places, you know? And so I, I always had the the knack for it and I always wanted to learn new things. So I'm really lucky to have not only my dad as a teacher, but also um, the engineers along the way that have taught me the tips and tricks and stuff like that. Like Chris Odalgy, for example, has taught me so much and uh, his assistant, Brian, he's always given me tips and stuff like that. So that stuff is very invaluable to me. And, you know, I'm always just learning every day and how to make songs and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's definitely great. You, you definitely had a Harvard education in music yeah. <laughs> starting as a young kid yeah. by the, the exposure you were able to have. So <laughs> look, and those are some of the positives of all this. I mean, you know, what are, you know, what are the hard parts of like kind of having to go into the family business and kind of being, ah, everyone's going to think I'm just this kid and I'm not talented yeah. and I'm just riding his coattails in some way. Yeah. Like, how do you balance, how do you balance the good with the bad? Uh, for you me, know? I can only control what I can control. Um, as far as other people's opinions, there's always going to be people out there that, that have that opinion, which is completely cool with me. Cause you know, I grew up with it. And so at this point I'm like immune to that. Cause yeah, at this point it's like, uh, the only thing I can control is how hard I work. And then if I put the work in, then I'll be good. And, uh, yeah, you know, and music's very subjective anyway. So, uh, what one person thinks is good. Another person's probably going to not like anyway. So it's all good if not everybody loves it. So it's okay. <laughs> cool. Aside from your dad as an influence and as a, maybe a career model for you, um, um, who else? Like, I mean, is there a career out there you see that you're like, man, I'd love to have my career trajectory that way? Um, um, I kind of mix and match different ones because you know, I, I grew up with a lot of, you know, 90s bands and stuff like that I, that I really liked. Like Radiohead was probably one of my favorite bands growing up. And I just liked how they were kind of very always unpredictable with the type of music that they would do. And, you know, they were always just trying to mix it up and, and try new things and stuff like that, which is what I'm very inspired by is, is just trying new things as an artist and seeing what happens if you mix these kind of drums with this kind of, you know, uh, melody and stuff like that. And I don't know, just that's what it's all about is just trying new things and having fun with it. Were there others aside from Radiohead? Or yeah, no? Radiohead, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. We grew up to the, my parents were huge Beatles fans. So the Beatles, we always loved Led Zeppelin, uh, Pink Floyd, a lot of, a lot of great artists, definitely, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, I try to take a little bit of each, uh, whatever I like from each one of them, because there's so many great things from all these artists. So, yeah. What's the thread through like a record like this? So where you're kind of experimenting and trying so many different styles, like what, I mean, look, I don't think it's as important anymore because we've decoupled right. music, obviously. Um, but I don't know. There always seems to be like maybe try to have a little bit of a theme. Um, is there anything right. here? Uh, for me, uh, so that's a good point because there's there, um, there could be some fans that might like more of the rock stuff and some fans that might like more of the EDM stuff like that. So you got to have like a certain amount of each one of those genres so that they have like, you know, a partner on the album. So that's not just one type of each song. So that's a good point. Um, I try to make at least two or three of each type of genre, I guess, on the album so that it kind of still all blends and it's it's very cohesive and even though they're different genres and everything it's still in the same like realm but yeah right but don't you almost with vinyl being so popular nowadays in a way you almost have to reconsider mm -hmm. at least how that that medium kind of gets made and you know as you're mastering it and sequencing it i mean there's got to be 
a little of the old school brought back in around the vinyl Definitely. part of it, I would think. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to get um, some vinyls made. I was talking to somebody, and they were telling me that um, for some reason right now, everything's backed up with the vinyls. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's true. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I could make some vinyls soon, because I'd like to get a, like a blue vinyl for my my last album, Blue. And yes. that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully soon. But... That was an interesting record too, by the way. That song "Wings" on there is really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I made that song in about a day, and it was kind of—it's one of those songs that kind of just made itself. And uh, yeah, it was just—I uh, was in a really good mood that day, so <laughs> I'm glad the song kind of came out the way it did, and I was really happy with it. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Um, so, recording—you're pretty much finished up with this record. I mean, what is your touring life like now if you were to tour post covid i mean what would that look like for you i think we'd like to start off with just something small uh probably like a small southern california tour just at first to just get the blood flowing and get the band back out there because i had the first time i saw the band was uh maybe a couple weeks ago and uh i hadn't seen them in a while but um yeah i was just kind of showing them the new songs showing them give me all you got and going over all the new songs and there's so many new songs and everything like that. So we're just trying to put together a set list that feels right, that we can still include the older songs that people might not have heard. And uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, we're seeing, you know, how everything works out together, but I'd like to get back out there. That'd be really fun. Right. I mean, were you able to get any touring done before this happened? I mean, is your own band? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, but uh, right before the pandemic hit, my, my dad had passed away pretty, pretty much uh, right before that. So we were already kind of on this like hiatus from from touring. But um, yeah, uh, I, I can't wait to get back out there. We're looking forward to it. That's awesome. And so you mentioned kind of the EDM influence and stuff. I mean, who are I mean, what is that about for you? And like, who are people in kind of that space? I mean, is that current artists in that space that are interesting or is it kind of more of the throwback? Yeah, I've, I've been seeing space? some. Um, so when uh, right after my dad passed away, I was kind of going to more concerts as a fan and stuff like that and taking a break from from my own music and, you know, just trying to explore new new genres and stuff like that. And so I saw a couple of artists um, or one, one of the bands I enjoyed was uh, Bob Moses and they're kind of kind of an EDM band in a way. And then Rufus to Soul, which is another one that's kind of like that. And uh, I just really liked how they kind of, you know, blended the the styles of music and it's like, you know, watching a DJ set, but with a, with live instruments and everything like that. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, they just put on a really great show. So that, that really inspired me when I saw them. So. Yeah. I, I still try to comprehend it as a genre, you know what I mean? How it's created yeah. and, you know, what's sampled, what's not sampled, what's original. I'm always trying to get my head around how they create what they do. Yeah. Um, and the formulas are different too. You know, it's like, it's not just like verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse. It's like completely different. So uh, it's interesting to to break it down. Yeah. I used to, in Colorado, I got to be around like uh, Nick Miller a little bit from oh, Millennium, yeah. you know, before, kind of before he broke. And I was just always fa- kind of fascinated with what he was doing. I was trying to figure it out, yeah. you know. I saw him at the uh, the New Raider Stadium. Uh, when he, oh, you did? Recently. Yeah, it was awesome. He was, that was a great show. Yeah, he's fantastically talented. Yeah. So fantastically talented. So, so we're going to wait the new, do you have a date like for when you think the whole record will be released or that's just still in the works? TBD. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to release another single uh, before then or yeah, I'm not sure yet. We're still kind of working everything out. 
Yeah, what's your frequency on that normally? How do you gauge like when you drop another single? Even uh, I kind of feel it out with the, and I talk, uh, I talk about it a little bit with the label on, you know, what to do and everything like that. And uh, yeah, we're we're still working on a release date and everything like that. So I might have another music video on the way as well, but we'll see. Do you like doing those? Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of work for sure, and it, it takes definitely a lot of uh, a lot of thought that goes into it. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that when everything works out the way it does, it's uh, it's a great time for sure. That's awesome. And since you kind of are a one man creative shop for your own music, um, other when you're touring with a band, I mean, how do you balance kind of like the uh, expectations or the demands of kind of like the social media realm of things? Uh, you know, when you only have so much time as an artist to be an artist. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good point because lately I've been. Um, having to do a little bit more of the social media stuff. I, I'm usually kind of putting that on the back burner and stuff. And I, I usually put the creativity first, but now I'm having to, they have to go hand in hand, you know? So yeah, I'm learning how to balance it out. And uh, I still have time in the day to make music and everything like that. But I'm right now I'm kind of, you know, in the middle of doing both right now. So yeah, it's, it's fun. That's all. That's awesome. And I always, um, look, I, I assume your family was supportive. I mean, were they clear about the obstacles of this as a career? I mean, were you just able to witness that from observation of your own dad? I mean, yeah. yeah. How? What was that like? Uh, well, my dad was always like letting us know how hard it, and we saw how hard it was because he would be on tour every week and he was always gone. And so it was something that we learned was just, uh, there, yeah, there was a lot of fun when he would perform everything, but then there's all the work that goes up, you know, before that. And, you know, there's the traveling that goes into it. And then there's, you know, he's got to do the promo. He's got to do all sorts of other things that that goes around it. And that's the stuff that I watch that I, I learned from, like watching him do radio and stuff like that and watching him, you know, just the way how he worked really hard, but still had fun. I think that was what it was all about. And uh, he was just such a great entertainer and just a great guy, really. So he was yeah yeah did i mean when did you start taking you guys out like maybe in the summers on school breaks or i mean like how what ages did you start maybe i uh, like right from the touring with yeah him? we there's really? like uh pictures and videos of, of when we were babies on stage with them and you know he would just have fun because as soon as he had the family he was immediately a, a family guy and so he was uh but he he learned how to balance balance everything and you know he had the family on stage with them but he was still rocking out and uh i think the fans really loved it so it was really cool. That's awesome. And when you're touring, I mean, do you do more of a, uh, do you do like a package thing with people or do you kind of headline your own thing? Um, have you done any festivals? Uh, I have, I haven't lately, but, um, yeah, like some of the other, when I was touring with my family, sometimes it would be a, a mixed show with me and my dad or same thing with, with my sister. It would, we would mix uh, shows as well. So I'm hoping when we get back out there, um, you know, we could do something like that and maybe throw a couple of my dad's songs at the end of the set just because, uh, yeah, they're such great songs. And it would just be a tribute to like those those good years on tour with them and everything like that. And we could probably play like two tickets, take me home tonight, you know, maybe a couple songs and just, you know, pay tribute to the great music that he had for the world. Yeah. Are you going to do some kind of a mashup on them to make them sound different? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you going to EDM them? Yeah, yeah, that so. could be cool. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there's th that's the thing about music. There's so many different ways to perform just one song. So you can always change it up and make it interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. So 
Very cool. Well, listen, the new music is out, single by single here. And uh, Give Me All You Got is a new single, and it's our video. And I'm telling you, the song will get into your bones, and you will not stop playing it. Um, So congratulations, you figured out the formula. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing you live and hearing the new music when it comes out. Right on. Thank you so much. So thank you for doing this, and... uh, I'm happy to see you kind of carrying on the legacy. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks so much for having me on the show. My pleasure. Thanks, Des. Best of luck. Stay healthy. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening. This show originates from the podcast capital, Austin, Texas. My producer is Sean O'Neill. Visit theradicalpot.com for updates and even some merchandise. Also, please subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I also ask that you please share episodes with your friends so we can continue to grow our community. See you all again next Friday.